my name's Aoife, I'm a reporter for TXF and I'm here in Singapore with Jean Wu, a partner at Ashurst. Would you like to introduce yourself and just say a little bit about what you do? Sure Aoife. Uh, my name is Jean. Um, I am a banking partner based in Singapore. Um, I specialise in uh, structured finance. Um, so as part of the work which do, I get involved in a lot of the trade and commodity work, uh, which is um, very topical these days considering what's happened in the greater scheme of things. And um, what sort of trends and opportunities are you seeing in the market at the moment? At this time of recording, it's very interesting to ask that question because the WHO just declared a pandemic and Trump has stopped all flights from the uh, Europe um, and there's just been an oil price crash. So I guess in terms of trends, there's a lot of people who say restructuring, distressed debt uh, for obvious reasons. Um, what we do see uh, in terms of um, uh, our global view is this is certainly a black swan event. Um, so a lot of organizations, law firms, professional service providers um, are looking at this now firmly as a global event. So we are looking at um, it starting from China as in terms of the coronavirus, but they were first in and all signs point to the fact that they may be the first out. However, you look at Europe, US, the UK, they are still coming now into this coronavirus crisis uh, at the later stage and may be exiting it at the later stage as well. So in terms of um, what we do to react to it and how we respond to it as a firm, uh, it's always just, just trying to stay abreast of what we, uh, in terms of like the legal services we offer the clients. Last year, I think because of the trade war, we provide a lot of advice on sanctions uh, because between the US and China and, and this your sanctions clause will be or could be maybe caught by the trade wars. Funny thing that few months down the road, um, people aren't quite talking as much about it. They're looking at the force majeure clauses, you're looking at the MAC clause. Um, is this going to be an event that triggers these provisions? Um, so I think for us as a legal service provider, it's being able to offer structuring and advice of this nature to our clients. And um, are there any other major headwinds that you're facing at the moment? Uh, yes, uh, the, we, I wouldn't even say headwinds, it's just feel as though we're trying to survive uh, an absolute storm at the moment now and each day or each week, it, it's a different uh, challenge. So coronavirus is um, it's a health event, but a health event that's become an economic event. The economic event is now become a real um, crisis worldwide. So I don't think even if you look at a huge industry, any industry is untouched. So every single industry, every single country is being affected by it. Um, so I would say, yeah, as I said in the beginning, hardly hit winds, uh, absolute full-blown storm at the moment now. Moving on to sustainability, because I know that's something that you're very involved in. Um, many commodities corporates uh, who have been known for very unsustainable operations in the past mm. are now closing sustainable debt, ESG-tied debt. Um, do you think there's any real sort of um, substance to this, or do you think it's just greenwashing? Uh, I do think that there's some substance to it, um, but it's all sector-based. So in this part of the world, Singapore, Southeast Asia, um, 
you do see uh, more the soft commodities firm trending towards that direction and there have been a number of deals in this respect. So yes would be the answer. So it's not, it's not greenwashing for them. Uh, I feel that these are very encouraging signs um, because um, sustainability is all about aspiration. You set KPIs based on your ESG targets and you work towards it. Um, people say, uh, you asked a very interesting question, is it greenwashing? Um, the good thing is, yes, there's a whole range of spectrum. You offer a margin ratchet depending on whether you meet the KPIs. Um, so it's self-regulating at the moment now. But I think the standard's getting higher and higher and higher. So you see the EU uh, taxonomy being uh, introduced. And so that sets a very high bar on the classification of what they regard as um, uh, 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 environmentally sustainable. Um, for, for my perspective, um, it's less going to be, it's, it, the, the word greenwashing will be something where banks will be very wary of because there's a reputational risk about getting involved in, in this sort of a, a transaction or an arrangement. So I think a lot of the banks look to uh, hit very smart targets. When I mean smart, it's specific, measurable, ambitious, realistic, and time-bound. And we've actually seen a lot of banks spend enormously a huge amount of time making sure that the bar is set very high because um, as more and more of these loans come into the market, there are very many data points to look upon and you don't want yours to be uh, the low bar. You want to actually come in on the other side of the spectrum where people aspire to. So I, I feel that as the market progresses, there will be less of greenwashing, but as to who um, actually attains a much higher bar and standard on behalf of the market. And what's important for you when working as a council uh, to advise a bank on a sustainability linked loan? Um, and how do you ensure um, that uh, the right sort of level of sustainability is being achieved by the KPIs? Sure. Um, very, very good question. Um, I feel knowledge and experience um, is very important, um, keeping very abreast of these various rules, regulations that's come in, um, because it changes very fast. Um, the UN SDG rules came in in 2015, the Paris Accord as well, and, and, and uh, we've got a lot of these uh, green loans, sustainability link principles published by the LMA, APLMA. So um, we've got to be quite alert, knowledgeable, and getting involved in a lot of transactions to know how these principles uh, are actually implemented. But uh, the key of all, when you talk about sustainability, is that you must actually believe what you're actually doing. This is not something about just achieving a price saving, a margin ratchet, because you attain uh, a certain KPI. Um, I think this is something where you invest and you look at it and then you provide certain advice, you think that whether it, the standard's high enough. And I think um, within banks, um, corporates and advisors, um, we know that there's a spectrum. So the spectrum isn't just about getting a certification from an industry association saying that you've met the standard and it's just uh, a chop. And then you say this is a sustainability link loan and you fulfill the requirements. I think a lot of people are trying to set um, achievable, ambitious targets on the KPIs for the ESGs. And actually, 
you know, looking at it, being very proud to be attached to that particular corporate as it goes through this transformation. Um, so I, I, I do feel that um, the most important elements, knowledge, experience and belief, belief in what you're doing is the most important. Well, that's nice to hear that um, there's a bit more substance behind it than, than just a commercial incentive. Sure. And um, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.